like I'd go on one audition, come home, and I, I'm watching this Rosie O'Donnell show because it was just just blowing up. Yeah. And I'm watching this, I go, and I'm thinking, and I remember meeting her years ago in the, like Boston, I think it was. Oh, Catch a Rising Star. Oh wow. Yeah. So um, in Boston, the one in Harvard Square. Right. Remember that one? I don't know. I do. Anyway. That one I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I had a show at. So anyway. Oh, so nice. I'm, I'm sitting there fucking, I'm fucking rotting away in LA and I'm sitting there and I watched her show and I said, oh my God, I could fucking write for her. Tokyo tonight. I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. And uh, and hello to Tom. 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 Sorry. Or not Dream Mindrinos. <laughs> one of the other. Oh, and before we get before we kick this off, sorry, I, I, I don't want to be pushy over here, but I know Nutley. I love Nutley. Oh. Nutley's a lot of guineas. Yes. Good, good place. My sister-in-law, my uh, nephew, they oh. live there. Oh, fantastic. Great. Yes. That makes me really happy because I was like, no one's no one no one knows where that is. <laughs> I know Nutley. My brother oh, used beautiful. to live there. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When you when you were when you start, were you because you were you have family in New Jersey, I know that, yeah. but you started out in Boston. Did you live in Boston? Yes. I was living okay. there just because I um you know, I grew up in Jersey, just outside of New York, about uh, you know, twenty miles from the GW bridge. Oh, nice. And yeah. And of course, my thinking was I want to do comedy, but I don't want to suck in New York because it's my hometown. You know, <laughs> you can't do that because there's just too many witnesses, too many people to kill. Right. So I said, well, let me go stink up Boston because I don't know anybody up there except my sister. And who cares? Right. <laughs> so I went up there. I stayed with her and I started. I started at, I don't know if any of your listeners are going to know this club called the Ding Ho. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, the Ding Ho Famous. was legendary. It's a Chinese fucking Chinese restaurant. Right. And they turned into a comedy club at night. You know, it's like, you know, after you have the poo-poo platter, you get on up there and you do your little <laughs> five minutes. And it was, it was just life-changing. It was amazing. Wow. I went on an open mic. Uh, it was being run by uh, Lenny Clark. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I have to say, I mean, I was... I remember it. I remember my left leg shook the entire time. For five <laughs> minutes, it just shook, uh, and I got a ton of laughs. Oh, that beautiful. I know. So I was, I was hooked. You yeah. know, I said that's it. You know, I when when can I come back? And that was on a Monday, and they said come back Wednesday. And oh, and let me just add this, and we can probably touch on this later. I didn't sure. have to bring friends. I could oh, just show God. up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway. So then I went back on Wednesday and sucked. I love that. I did not. I did not know that because that is the that's a similar story to when I the first show I did. You were there, obviously. You saw right. that show. I I did well, and then uh, immediately after that, I went and did a Gotham gig and uh, ate a dick. Right. And, right. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I don't know what happened. I thought this was gonna be okay. I think that's the way it goes. I think yeah. it's supposed to be that way. I don't yeah. know. Did you, what was you, so you did that first show, but like, how did you, 
did you test material on your friends? Like, what did you do when you were writing? Like, what was your, or did you go up there and try to wing it? No, I did not wing it. No, okay. No, no. Oh, no. I was, uh, I memorized it. I owned it. I had okay. been writing, I had been writing an act, mm -hmm. you know, for years. And then I was just running it all by myself in my bedroom to the oh, mirror. Wow. Yeah, I know. And, that's amazing because you, know, you innately yeah. knew it was funny. You yeah. didn't need, yeah, wow. Yeah, I, I, I knew how to listen to my gut. So I knew, I pretty much knew. I knew some stuff might have been a gamble, but mm -hmm. I did it anyway. Right. You know, um, and I also innately knew that I should tape myself when I did the show. Oh, my, you have your first set taped? Well, I did. Oh. Yeah, the old I can't find. <laughs> oh, my God. That, I'm what the worst. We were, <laughs> we were going to do a show called, uh, a side show called Your First Time with John Poveromo, and I wanted comedians to bring their, the show their first time on stage. And oh, then kind of dissect idea. it. Yeah, I thought that had been really fun. Uh, I was so psyched that you. I thought you had yours. I was like, we're going to do another one. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, no. That was a long you... time ago. I'm old. Oh, uh, no. You're not old. Uh, do you remember yeah, I started the. started a long time ago. Do you remember the lineup? No. No. They, well, I remember a couple of guys. Like, I remember simply Fred. I okay. don't know what happened to him. No. Um, oh, uh, what's his name was there? And I don't know if he's still around. I can't remember his name again. Uh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. I'm trying but to you know who of... used to do the show a lot? Who? I mean, he was a pro though at the time, like Kenny Rogers. Oh Kenny my Rogerson. god. Kenny yeah. Rogerson. Rogerson. Yeah. yeah. That's incredible. And, uh, Jimmy Tingle. Oh Jimmy my Tingle god. Jimmy Tingle was at that club. Wow. Yeah. And this That's is before crazy. he was Jimmy Tingle. Right. And everybody started. I mean, Dennis Leary started there, Stephen Leary. Wright. I worked with Leary a lot at another did? club. He I didn't see him much at the Dingho. But then I started oh, okay. working uh, the Comedy Connection and played against Sam's. Oh, nice. All those places. Yeah, Barry Katz. Barry yes. Katz, you know that name. I do. He, yeah, he runs or he used to, I don't know, is he still in New York? At the, yeah, he's still in New York. What's the name of that place? I'm, I'm blanking. This is, this is I'm the blanking of the show. Too. Yeah. But, uh, but he ran uh, Played Against Sam's up in, uh, in Boston. Wow. Yeah. So that's so I knew Barry too. I used to do his shows. Did you have a so those was that basically like your crew? Because everybody has their class that they came up with. So yeah. was that your those those your guys? Yeah, yeah, that's, pretty much. How how long before you started going out on the road? Did you stay in Boston and then migrate to New York? Uh, no, I did some road out of Boston, but my whole plan was work my way back to New York. Nice. Yeah, because my family's here, you know, and it's not that New York is better than Boston. Boston was a great town to, to do it. Yeah. Um, and I got a lot of work. I worked in Boston. I worked outside of Boston. I worked all, you know, they had a ton of work up there just in the neighboring towns. You go to Quincy and, you you know, and all, all the outskirts, you know. I mean, I made a good living. Yeah, so I that's incredible. I didn't have to go road road. Right. But I did some of that. Yeah, even today, Boston. I, I love going to Boston because there's there's always a comedy show going on. Even yep. when you're done at whatever club you're doing there, there's somebody's running one in a basement. Somebody's running That's one in right. the next town over. I mean, it's just, it's nonstop. You just, you have a million sets. Right. Um, right. Every brewery's got a fucking stage there. Right. You know, That's it's right. incredible. Yeah. Um, and they run great shows. Yeah. They know and the audiences doing. are awesome. The audiences are great. It was a great comedy town. I'm sure it still is. I haven't been there in years now but oh, man you gotta go yeah back. but then oh you know what they used to, i don't know if they still have uh 
Catch a Rising Star in Harvard Square. No, it's gone. That's gone. Yeah, that's fucking gone. That's that a bummer. They got the, the one that's been around, I think, for a while now is the comedy studio, Rick Jenkins. Oh, Jenkins. Yeah. Yeah. I never worked the studio. Oh, it's so much. It's I mean, it, they moved it a couple of times because of the pandemic. So they, yeah. they got, you know, booted out of their old space. They were in one. It was really nice. But I feel like no matter where they go, I don't know if the audience that they garner just kind of follows them because it's always fucking good. Really? Oh, and right. Mike Birbiglia was just there. Oh, um, I love everybody that. always. Yeah. Yeah. What about stitches? Is that still there? Stitches? No, I think there's a stitches in Florida. Oh, yeah. yeah but there's, not, there's Nick's comedy stop. Oh, Nick's. Yeah. Yeah. Nick's. Um, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. Nick's is it's great. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It is a fucking tough room. <laughs> the first time I worked there, it was a tough it was yeah. a, it was a, yeah, it was not like the studio or anything else. They yeah. were just like, fuck you. They yeah, did not like that I was you. from New York. Yeah. Immediately. I wish the guy who brought me up did not say I was from New York. I was like, what in the holy <laughs> fucking hell yeah. was that? Because <laughs> he said it and the media were like, <laughs> yeah. like oh no. Um, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't great. But yeah. So how long did it take you to do the Boston scene? Like how long did you stay out there before you made it back to New York? Uh, let's see. I was in Boston probably six years. Oh, wow. Okay. Six years. Yeah, I stayed awesome. a long time. Yeah. Because it was That's... fun. It was great. I was making a good living. Yeah. And I sort of wanted to like slowly come back to New York, which is what I did. I mm. came in for a few gigs here and there in the city. Uh, Eddie Brill. You know oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, well, he used to book this old this old room years ago, the Paper Moon. Oh God, I've heard of it. Yeah, that was down in, down in the village somewhere. So okay. I did the Paper Moon a couple of times, and I think there was another club down there that I did. So I was sort of just getting my feet wet a little bit, and then what happened? I got kind of lucky, mm -hmm. um, because the uh, Harvard Square Catch Rising Star, right? Mm -hmm. They had given me a show on Monday night. Almost like a new talent show, but they weren't calling it that back in that those days. Oh wow! It was more like an open mic, but it wasn't. I mean, their idea of an open mic then was not what an open mic is today. Right. You know, it was actually a real show. And I envy that. Good. Yeah, yeah. I hosted it. I didn't book it. I hosted it. Right, because yeah. that was back when the hosts were like real, real fucking good, and not yes. like somebody off the street. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah, and it was great. So I ran it. I hosted it. It was so much fun. Brought up the act, and we get we get huge crowds. Mm. It was just, it was fucking great. That's awesome. Yeah, it was. It was great. So Were I did you... that for a, a long while, um, nice. and then I said, "All right, I think it's time to go home and see what New York has to offer." Which you know, oh, oh no, I know. God, sometimes I forget where I'm going. <laughs> One night at Kent Rising Star, they did this. Um, CBS came in. CBS. TV morning wow. show or something because they were doing a piece on comics and comedy. Okay. Um, and so they were highlighting Catch Rising Star here in New York and the New York guys came up to Boston because they wanted mm -hmm. to see that room and they wanted to do my show because mine was like the what would be a new talent show today. Right. Um, so what happened was Lou Ferranda, now you know that name. Yep, absolutely. Now he's a Carolines, but he was the talent director at Catch Rising Star. So they wow. sent him up and they sent also another woman, Cynthia Coe was her name. She was very nice. Uh, and she was, uh, she was uh, one of the, uh, either a GM or a booker, I don't know, talent scout. She okay. worked for Catch also. Anyway, he saw me and he loved me. Mm -hmm. And he said to me, he said, you know, you, 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 you got to get out of here. 
because <laughs> New York's the place to be. You right. Don't go anywhere here. Right. You know, you're too funny, he said. And I, I was like, you know, I was thinking, oh, God, maybe. And then I was nervous. I oh, New York, I'm going to suck. I don't want to suck in New York. <laughs> right. <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, and he was like, no, you got to do it. Right. You have to do it. You know, you've been up here too long. You come to New York and you'll see how everything will change. Yeah. But I trusted him. And I figured my family's there. I'd get, you know, yada, 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 yada. You know, so I came. Right. And it was almost like starting over. Oh, man. But, yeah, I know. But luckily, I did have him on my side. And he was using me. And in those days, and I didn't know this until I got here. Mm-hmm. In those days, if Lou Ferrando was putting you up at Catch a Rising Star, then all the clubs were going to use you. Oh, Because that wow. was like, yeah, that was like, okay, you, you're okay. Right. So I started to go to all the clubs. And I worked stand-up New York. Um, and... Um, what was the other one? Oh, the comic strip. Oh, the, the comic, comic strip. strip. Yeah. Yeah. And oh and um, and also then I went down. You know, when I ventured downtown, which was always a little scary for me because I live uptown. Right. Yeah, that's a whole New York thing. <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, you gotta, gotta go downtown. Uh, like crying. Was the yeah. was the cellar and and those places around like uh, the Greenwich Village yeah. stuff? They were great. The cellar was great. Right. You know, they had some really. They had some. You know, look, David Tell. I mean, now yes. David Tell. Now you never see him. I guess. But I was working with him. Nice. You know, yeah, it was like great, just great. And, was um, Caroline's around yet? Because they were at I South Street Seaport, right? Caroline's was not at the seaport. Yes, uh-huh. when I got here, no, when I got here, yes, they were at the seaport, but they had been on Eighth Avenue. Oh, previously. I didn't know that. And then she moved down the seaport. So by the time I was working for Caroline's, it was seaport. Okay, because that's yeah. where they did the TV show from, right? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah. And I did that. Did you do that show? I didn't know. I never did the the on the south. No, on South Street. No, but I remember watching it when I was younger, and Richie Je- Richard Jenny hosted it. That's right. That's and then right. Colin Quinn hosted it. That's right. Yeah. So that yeah. I remember that. I guarantee I probably saw you. I used to watch that all the time. You probably did. Yeah. I was yeah. on. With, I was on with Jenny. With oh Jenny. God, yeah. that's so fucking cool. I love Richard Jenny. I saw him once live. I fucking I was doubled over laughing. Like yeah. I, no, I he, he was, was so good. Amazing. Yeah. He was absolutely amazing very sad when we lost him oh man so that was funny. one of the f- first ones that that like a, a comedian that died like you know that i like really felt it in my gut i was like yeah. that guy i remember watching when i was younger yeah. crazy from the heat was the first special on vhs i had of a stand-up and it was his oh really yeah and it was wow. so fucking funny because he had that yeah. bit about school and and his mother trying to wake him up in the morning so i was like you know 11 right. or 10 or 11 and i was like that's <laughs> hilarious <laughs> <laughs> he's also a big italian Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. And I knew his sister very well. She was very sweet. She's still oh. around. I don't see her much, but she was a server at Catch a Rising Star. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Was, it was nice. Was there kind of like a, cause I know there's that Boston, New York rivalry. Did you get any of that? Or you just, you, you know, well, sort of not too bad Okay. Uh, because people would just, and I have to constantly say, I'm not from Boston. Right. You know, you know, they were always like questioning, you're from Boston. I'm like, no, fuck no, I'm not. Right. I'm fucking from Jersey. Look at me. Listen yeah. to me. What are you kidding? Fucking this is not this is not fucking New England. Right. <laughs> so you know, um, then then it was like, oh, okay, you're all right. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's weird when you go someplace. The when I moved out to LA, I lived there for two years. I uh I was talking it before I got to the comedy store. 
I was going to the, you know, all the little shit or whatever out there. The vibe was with like Santa Monica had a hostel. They were doing stand up. Why in the fuck I would do that to myself? Um, you know, but (laughs) wherever you're going and I, and I was just like, okay, this, all of this sucks. Sucks. Like it it was like starting over. And then, um, I got into the comedy store and I saw one of my buddies, Pat Barker, who I didn't even know moved out to LA. He had had a wife and a kid at that point, but he was at the comedy store and like Al Madrigal was there and a few other people. And I, and I'd walked in and he was just like, Holy shit, you're out here now. And I was like, I didn't know he was there. And he goes, how long you been out here? And I go, like two weeks. And he goes, you bombing? (laughs) <laughs> and i was like i was like yeah man i think i'm done i'm like it's every like right. and he goes just wait like we'll put you on like wait till you get to an actual con he said have you done any comedy clubs yet and i said not yet and he's like when you do a real club it'll be fine and he's like you because that's the same thing that happened to me and i was through me for a bit right yeah it's weird the different vibes and stuff like that but i feel like new york boston um dc i any any time i've ever but even the first time i was in those places they were great right yeah, DC. I felt I felt uh, I felt the same way. I'll tell you what really uh, really didn't like me was Georgia. Ooh, really? Yeah. Wow. It was Actually. Marietta, Marietta, Georgia. Oof. What and were you doing? Apparently, they thought I was Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, they don't take well to the Jewish people. Mm, no, I can't and imagine why. I don't know, but I very innocently from the stage when I was getting yelled at as being a Jew from New York, uh-huh. I didn't know what to do. So I just went, uh, you know, I'm not Jewish. And he and and I said, I'm Italian. And what did I, you're not going to believe what they said when I said that. They said, Italian, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't win. So I didn't say, fuck you. Like, oh, that's Jesus. My, that's it. That's my, I said, fuck you. The show's over. Yeah. There's uh, something yeah, about. So I never went back there. Oh, yeah. I, it's weird. I think because I grew, I was born in Brooklyn or whatever, and I feel I get the same thing. People either think I'm Jewish or Italian, and I never correct anybody. I'm just like, I don't, whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. I know. See, that's why I said it was foolish on my part, but I thought, oh, okay. You know, yeah. maybe, they'll, maybe they'll leave me alone. Right. Well, I remember, I, I do remember the first time I saw you live at one yeah. point. You, you let me come, uh, you opened for Kevin Pollock. Oh right! Yeah. Oh god, and, I love and, those shows. Oh my god, yeah. And you let me come to that one, and you crushed. But I also loved it because you just busted balls in the audience. I mean, like that was like you went after people. So I can't imagine the hecklers lasting long with you. No, no, they didn't. Yeah, but that's the thing, John. You know, I, I, if, uh, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe my memory's not so good here. But I never went after anybody. You come up to me, then I'll fucking bury you. Right? Yeah. There yeah. was somebody in the audience who had said something, and you were like. Yeah. Not you, you were basically just like, not now, sweetheart. I'm worried, you know what I mean? Like, and then like went after him for a little bit and then went right Uh-oh. back to your material. Yeah. Right. It was pretty oh, great. Yeah. You know, that's the thing, John. I have a fucking act. Right. So I get up there and I do my act. And if you get in the way of me mm-hmm. doing my act, well, you're gonna pay for that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Who were when you were coming up though? Who did you have like a, a mentor, somebody that you looked at, or somebody that wanted you like somebody that made you want to do comedy in the first place? Oh, well, yeah, but that was no one, that wasn't like a local, that was like watching, I was watching fucking, and now I'm going to sound old, but Johnny Carson. Oh, yeah. You know, Bob mm-hmm. Hope even. My father yeah. put Bob Hope on, I'd be like, whoa, what is this? Right. Yeah. Like How old were you guys, when you? Old school guys. Rodney. Rodney. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. 
John, in the old days, Rodney, who used to live right here on the Upper East Side where I lived. Oh, okay? nice. Yeah, he would come in to catch a rising star. Like any any given night, Rodney mm-hmm. would come in and he would go on stage and he wouldn't get off. Which is the beauty <laughs> of Rodney. He didn't give him a like because that, you know, you know, right. like, and he's, you know, your time's up. No, you didn't do that because it's Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. However, you know, he's supposed to get off at some point, but he would right. never get off. But he was just killing. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and even for the comics, you've never seen anything like it. As soon as Rodney get, gets on the stage, every comic, there's a million comics at the bar. There's a million comics out front, you know, mm-hmm. not in the room. He gets on stage. They run. Everybody <laughs> runs into the room to watch Rodney. Yeah. I, he's one of the he's one of the dudes that I really, really am bummed out that I never got to meet. Never got to see live. Never got to meet him. Oh, that is too bad. Yeah. He was, I started not, he too was late. a nice guy. And if, you know, if you, if like, I was hosting a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was just, it was a real privilege to bring him up and to meet him and to talk to him. And he yeah. was super nice, you know, and he wasn't, he, he, he didn't act like a diva, which he could have. Sure. You know, because he was like the king of fucking comedy. It was fucking yeah. Rodney. We were like, we were dying. I would right. have anything for him. I was like, Rodney, what do you want me to do? Anything. And he's like, uh, just bring me up. <laughs> <laughs> there was, I, I like how humble he was. There was a special yeah. or something I was watching where a bunch of comics were talking about it. And Robin Williams was talking about being at Dangerfields. And he said Rodney was about to go up and he's standing next to Rodney and Rodney turns to him and goes, look at me, I'm sweating. I own the club. And then... He- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's I'm still great. nervous. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was good so to good. comics too, right? Like if he, like he would have you guys write jokes for him and stuff and then he would just pay even if he used them or not. Oh, really? That's what I heard. I heard that he would like just take like... Uh, even comics that we've had on have talked about like writing a joke for Rodney that maybe he was going to use, maybe he wasn't, but he loved comedians so much. He would yeah. be like, he knew they needed the money. Wow. See, yeah. that's the kind of guy he was. I, that's totally believable. I'm sure that's yeah. true. And nobody does guy. that now, by the way. I haven't seen Seinfeld or Lena. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, no. When, yeah. When you see Seinfeld in the club, they're like, don't make eye contact with him. Yeah, don't say hi to him. That like, happened. Yeah, I, that happened once. I was like, don't don't make eye contact. Are you yeah. kidding me? I know. It that was is so weird. The first time I saw him in a club, uh, when uh, I was doing the live at Gotham taping, and he dropped in because he knew those nights were TV tapings, right. so the club would be filled. And he went on, and he fucking crushed. And then in the lineup order, I was fucking next. Oh no! Oh yeah! And I did. I, oddly enough, I think I blacked out. By the way, right? Like, just straight <laughs> up, fucking went dark. Right. <laughs> and then and then I got off and I was like, did it work? And yeah. Oh good. Well, well yeah. you know what? In a situation like that, all you can do is ride the wave. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, yeah, that's all you can do on that, really. And never go up there and go, Oh, I'm not Jerry. Right. Yeah, yeah I remember you saying that when you're in class. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. So you so you now I want to go back real quick. So you were in New York, you were in New York for a while. When did you start writing because you I know you were the head writer of the Rosie O'Donnell show, but I don't know what happened in between that. So what was your, how did you know you wanted to go from stand-up to writer? Well, you know what? I, I think it was, uh, you know, I wanted to get off the road. I got to be honest. Yeah. I'd had enough of the road, um, but yeah, bills to pay. Mm-hmm. And it's it's good. It's it's good exercise. Not not physically. You know, right. But I mean, for your, your comedy muscle needs to work. And going on the road is actually very good for you because it keeps you on your toes. It keeps you strong. Yeah. Um, it forces you to get out of jams on stage 
And then you always walk away with more material when yes. that happens. You, yeah. So all, there was all those positives. The negatives are, you know, things like, hey, you Jew, get off stage. And, you know, <laughs> those are the negatives. Right. Uh, you know, and then you're staying in a condo with some comics that you don't know. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. And there's a lot of blow and there's a lot of, you know, and I'm I missed I'm all the drugs. Person. Huh? I missed all the drugs. They would talk about them, but I never oh saw them. Oh, my it. God, the drugs. And I used to do drugs. I mean, so I'm not, you know, I mean, I right. was part of that gang for a while until I got sober. I was like, I can't fucking do this. I'm oh, going to wow. die. The last thing I want to do is die on the road. That's the most headline that I don't want to be. Right. <laughs> so, and the more blow you do, and, you know, this is the thing about blow. Everyone knows that means cocaine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> You know, it's it's an interesting thing because we used to get paid in cash. I'm not sure if they're still doing that with the big money. Do they still do that, John? I haven't done. Um, yeah, I mean, it depends. If I it ask depends. for cash, sometimes they're like, no, and then sometimes they get too scared because they don't want to lose the act. So they're like, yeah, no, we'll right. make it work. <laughs> and I hope they get scared because I want the cash. Right. Yeah, we all did. But back yeah. in the day, the drug dealer knew you were getting cash. And that was the amazing <laughs> thing. I'd get my money, and all of a sudden i turn around and go, oh, oh look, it's Ed. <laughs> Oh, isn't that the guy with the coke? Oh, this belong to you. Yeah, you know, so it was like it was the worst, man. You just make your money, you just turn around and give it to Ed. Yeah, and and then you know, and that's the thing is, then you start doing blow, then you start drinking. But I had a rule. This was my rule, and I'll, I'll say this for all comics coming up after your shows: only yeah. drink and drug after your shows. If you have to do it, you know, like I said, I stopped because it was just interfering in my life. Yeah. But I never did it before a gig ever. That's, yeah. You know, and I'll tell you why. Honestly, the last thing that I wanted to know is that I could do it drunk and fucked up. Right. I didn't. Right. Want to, I didn't want to know that because if I knew that, then I would just continually, you know, get high and drink yeah. and go on stage. So I said, no, go on stage clean and sober and do it. And then when you get off stage, maniac. Oh yeah. I, I drank one time. Uh, cause I think I vaguely remember you saying also don't drink before you're set. He's like, you, you were like, no. you're going to see a lot of people holding a fucking beer bottle on stage. It's insecurity and don't right. do it and don't drink when you're whatever. And I was like, all right. But then it was like, it was like years, years later or whatever. I was doing some oh, fucking horrible charity event and they were auctioning off stuff <laughs> at the end. Oh yeah. It was, it was pure yeah, garbage. Those are the worst. They are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know i don't know what it was for but they were paying me you know decently or whatever and then but they had an open bar which is a problem yeah and i i don't know why but i thought i'm gonna have a few drinks Ooh. and then uh i kept doing it when i was on stage and then they asked me to auction off the stuff at the end or not like read the raffle at the end for all their shit yeah and i started giving away stuff to people i thought had a nice face <laughs> I wasn't reading the raffle anymore. I was just hammered and I was like, you got a nice face. You get the Cal Ripken Jr. poster. You know, and they were like, no, stop him. I was like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I never did it again. Good. <laughs> yeah. Surprising. I got uh, <laughs> I got it out of my system that night. Right. Oh, uh, they're like, what is he doing? Stop him. No, it's fine. Uh, um, yeah. So that so then you started, so you wanted to get off the road, so you started doing a little writing. What was your first writing gig? So, Rosie. What oh, I did no was, way. That was your first one? That was my first one because I was thinking when I, I was actually on the road. Oh, no, I was in L.A. 
Oh. Oh. <laughs> Don't even get me started. So I was yeah, out there for sucks. pilot season, which is just shoot me. Yeah. yeah. That's like the fucking worst. Yep. And I, But I had a manager and I had an agent, so I had some really good representation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that doesn't, you know, it doesn't even matter out there. You know, it really doesn't. And they want you no. to live there. And I'm like, fuck you. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They want you to live there while you're not making any money. Huh? Right. (laughs) Yeah. I said they want you to live there while you're not fucking making any money. Like I literally had, I had, I had agents being like, "Do you have to go right now? Like on, like literally on the road?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, I can't afford the rent." Like because we think we have something coming up, and the fucking just get it, get it. I'll come back. I won't leave. It'll be fine. Right. Exactly. (laughs) I know they just don't get it. It's like you know, there's these thing called bills. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right. So I was out in LA, and I and I and I was just desperate. I'm out there, and I'm watching TV because that's all yeah. there is to fucking do. Because no matter what you do, you have to drive. It just right. sucks. So I'm watching TV all the time, and uh, you know, it's like I go on one audition, come home, and I, I'm watching this Rosie O'Donnell show because it was just just blowing up. Yeah, and I'm watching this. I go and I'm thinking. And I remember meeting her years ago in the, like Boston. I think it was oh, Catch a Rising Star. Oh wow! Yeah, so um, in Boston, the one in Harvard Square. Right. Remember that one? I don't know. I but do. Anyway. That one I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I had a show at. So anyway, oh so nice. I'm, I'm sitting there, fucking, I'm fucking rotting away in L.A. And I'm sitting there, and I watched her show, and I said, Oh my god, I could fucking write for her. I can write. <laughs> know that voice. You know, I that's my voice. Yeah. You know, I'm listening to her. Oh my God, I could fucking write for her. Put, I put together a package, what I thought was a package. I didn't even know what I was doing. I had no wow. idea what I was fucking doing. But I watched the show every day so mm-hmm. that I had an idea. I said, okay, I can see what they I saw what they were doing. They right. were doing things like, you know, creating games and fucking yeah. bullshit desk things and parodies and, you know, just comedy. Just write some fucking comedy, write some jokes. I put together a package. I put monologue jokes, I put desk pieces. I nice. did. I just created shit out of I watched her show every single day for like a month. Wow. And I put together a package and I took it over there. No, I didn't take it over. I went online to see where do I send this. And I sent you mean it. You go through your agent? And No, I didn't. Wow, that's great. Well, you know, <laughs> they didn't want me to do it. Oh. So I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go to the mailbox. Right. So, so I, I, and I also knew, I found out that there was a uh, comic and I knew her. She's very, very funny. Nice, nice lady. Jeanette Barber was mm-hmm. um, one of the producers okay. and she was the one doing the hiring. I found out somehow online. Nice. Um, and Judy Gold was working there at the time also. Oh, nice. We had Judy on the show too. Oh, you did? I loved Judy. Yeah. She's yeah. Great. She's great. Yeah. Yeah. So at least I knew where to send the package. Right. It was great because then she kind of knew me. She's like, saw the names, like, oh, Linda Smith. Yeah, yeah. So it got looked at. So wow. I got lucky on that end. And then they called me and they said, put together another package. And I was like, okay. <laughs> 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 oh, fuck. And I did it. I put wow. together another package. I sent it in. They said, all right, come in and meet Rosie. I said, okay. And I yeah. went in and met Rosie. We had a nice interview. And then they, I got hired. It was amazing. Oh my and god, that's that so cool! And that was it. Yeah, off the road. It was perfect. And then when wow. you know when you get a gig like that, it's it's nice because you are you know you you're at least still doing what you do and you're writing and it's really fun and you're making money. Um, yeah. And you don't go on the road. You just st- you stay in the city on weekends. It's so yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know. 
Did you still do the stand up? Yeah. I said, did you still do stand up? A little bit, not a lot, because, you know, you had to be in it like fucking, I don't know, what was it, 7 a.m.? I was up at oh. six. For a comic, that's unheard of. Sure. You know, it's like, fuck, you got to be kidding me. Uh, and you work till seven at night, you know, you work until they say it's done. Yeah. And it was a live show every day. So it was it was a big job, but it was so fun. It was just oh, great. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I didn't know Judy Gold was there because I know Joey Cola was yeah. doing the Yeah, Joey warm-up. did the warm up. Yeah. Yeah. And Judy was a producer. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, it was fun. I was there about three years, you know, and that's about well, some people stayed longer, but you know, that's a it's hard. It's a hard gig. It's a lot of hours. And you know, if I worked on weekends, I would work Saturday, and that was pretty much all I could do. Right. Well, the, yeah. and the thing is, it's funny that you say that you were there for three years too, because we had a couple guys. We had um, a guy who was on. Uh, his name is Diallo Riddle, and he and he wrote for Fallon Show in the beginning. Yeah. And um, he was talking about how he knows guys who are still there from when Fallon took over for Conan, and he's like, I don't know how they have the the, the you know the stamina to keep because those shows are relentless. Yeah, they are. He's right. Yeah. And and like even Bill Mars had writers from when he was on Politically Incorrect. It's like those guys just. They're I mean, still there? Yeah, they're still there. I think like two of them are still his writers from Politically Incorrect. I can't think of the wow. Good other for guy's them. name. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. It, right. it is it's draining. Right. Did it yeah. did it drive you crazy though, writing for someone else's voice when you were writing monologue jokes? No, I loved it. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I loved it. Because you know, the way I looked at it, I mean, let's be honest, I, I wasn't gonna do those jokes. Sure. You know, and if I wrote something mm. that was for me, or if I wrote it like a I could do that. I would keep it. I would Dude, oh my God. I'm so glad you said that. I did the same shit. Yeah. Like, come on. What am I, an idiot? Like, I'm yeah. right, right. And I go, oh, wait a minute. Not that one. Yeah. <laughs> I would do the same Yeah. Stuff. But the, uh, shit I, the stuff I gave her, I never would do. That right. Do. Right. But I wouldn't oh my give God, her something hilarious. that I thought I could do. Yeah. You know, I was writing specifically for her and her show. So that's the other thing. She had a 10 a.m. show. You're not right. doing dick jokes at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> well, my audience, that's just me. Right, you could. <laughs> oh my god, that's great. Yeah. Um, and so, so you did the writing thing, and then what did you wind up doing after that? I got another writing job after that. For well, I did some, you know, I did some like uh, freelance mm-hmm. writing for. I don't, I don't even know what shows they were like. You know, yeah, you know, back like Shipmates. Like, oh yeah, weird shows. Yeah, that right. they wanted like. Uh, punchy little shit in between segments or something. It was kind of stupid, but I did it. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, uh, then I got a job writing on the Caroline Ray show. That's right. Right. And I, I didn't, I was there for about a season, yeah, maybe two seasons, but that show then didn't last. No. So after that, and then, you know, then writing jobs started to uh, go away. I mean, right. the late night ones were all taken. Sure. Um, and you know, I'm union. So I have to take a union job and union jobs are hard to find because they pay so well. Right. Yeah. yeah the late night ones, I don't like, they already had, I, I heard, I heard back in the day, especially, I don't know what it, it it's, you know, necessarily the same way now, but I heard that if you were locked into that job, you had it like a congressman, you just fucking that's had right. it, you know, like a for... congressman. Exactly. That's perfect. That's exactly yeah. right. And it that's was, crazy. you know, and I don't want to, I'm not starting anything and I never get into this area, but it was men. It was sure. mostly men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was another thing, too, that, I, you yeah. know, I mean, it was like, I think I was watching some kind of special or whatever it was on uh, late night television. And I was I think there was one woman who wrote for Letterman. 
Right. That's right. One more. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And it was just like, holy fucking shit. You can't, yeah. you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, did so. you, so then when did, when did you go? So, so you always stayed in New York. I know that. And yeah. you're doing some writing stuff or whatever. How did you go from that to, you went back out to do stand up? I know. Um, but not on the road. You stayed in this New York pr primarily, right? Yes. And then how'd you wind up getting hooked up with Caroline's? Uh, you mean as a performer? Yeah. Oh. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like, as the, because I don't know if you went directly from that to teaching. How long have you been teaching? Oh, no, I don't no, know yeah, that. Yeah, what happened was I got, um, uh, I wasn't in charge of the school at the time. But okay. I was approached by the person who was. Gotcha. And he wa he needed a teacher. And he, you know, he, he, and he knew that I was trying to stay in New York. Right. And, you know, he liked my comedy, I guess. And mm -hmm. Caroline and Lou Ferranda, they liked me a lot. And mm -hmm. um, they, they thought it would be a good thing, you know, for their club, I guess. I don't know. Actually, no, that's not true. Because I started working for a different school. Okay. And that's, and so I was doing that to supplement my income with gigs on the weekend. Right. And then, you know, see, then things blew up. I don't know. You know, it got really political. Something happened. I don't know. Right. I'm not going to say the name of anybody. I, I think I, I could. Yeah. I think you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. imploded. And Caroline said, well, then you go off on your own, Smith. Uh, and, you know, you go out and, and we'll give you this name and you do it here. Not not physically there. I rent a studio space. So yeah. I said, all right, let's do it. Let's see. Um, you know, so we did it. Right. Did you, were you, were you part, I mean, I know you were doing the auditions and stuff when you're out in LA, but I feel like you're just a hardcore standup. Did you have any real interest in acting or did you think I'm just going to follow the path of, you know, that kind of eighties thing where everybody got a sitcom, you know what I mean? Right. Like every, like, w w did you really want to act or did you not give a shit? Yeah. You know, that's a tough question because I think initially before I even well, I, I was like doing stand. I don't remember if I was doing. I was doing stand up, but I was taking acting classes okay. way back when I was younger. Right. I wanted to be an actress. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't know. Yeah, that. but you know, I I realized. I mean, I could have gotten a lot of work because I'd be a character actress. You know, there's no yeah. way this is a leading lady. No fucking way. <laughs> so <laughs> I knew that, and you know, I had a lot to consider um, because. You know, most people advised me that I should be living in Los Angeles mm. to get the work as a, you know, a character actress. Right. And, you know, I didn't want to do that because no. I went out there and I said, fuck that. You know, and I started to do a lot of comedy. And then I, I you know, I said, no, I think comedy is really where I should be. Right. Yeah. So I really just stuck with it. I loved it. I got into all the clubs and I was getting, I, I got into all the clubs in New York. Yeah. So I was one of those people on Saturday night that you know i had five five shows five different clubs right so i'm jumping from taxi to trains to taxis to trains you know the guy in front of me is going long on stage i want to fucking kill him because i'm gonna be <laughs> late and i need to pay the rent get the fuck off the stage hey flash the light on this guy come on folks you know so i was in it i was in it deep and it was fun that's fucking awesome yeah that was that's probably one of the best memories of comedy doubling up, running around the city it was so great. Yeah. And then you'd forget, like I said, I'd be on stage at the comedy cellar and I'd be launching into a bit thinking, did I just do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no, I did it at the other club. Okay, guys, I'm good. What was the most <laughs> amount of sets you did in a night, you know? <laughs> yeah. So anyway. Do, do you, 
do you know the a, do you know like the most amount of sets you've ever done in a night yeah i think it was five five okay wow yeah but i know people that did six seven i mean people went nuts right the guys guys yeah yeah, yeah yeah but i thought five was pretty good yeah five is fucking good five is, is by the time you they the have fifth to be one. like you have in order to pull it off it has to be like caroline's stand up new york back to caroline's yeah uh, and then back down to the cell somebody's knocking at my door this is new york what do I oh do? this is <laughs> who, who is it oh okay <laughs> you're not gonna believe who that was who was it lou ferranda <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing oh, God. well we'll have him on too get him on. <laughs> no he's running upstairs he lives no. upstairs oh that's awesome that's fucking great do you miss it sometimes yeah For running around and stuff oh yeah but i know i can't do it anymore i'm too old oh, not too old yeah. but you know it's just yeah, I miss it. I do miss yeah. it sometimes. And sometimes I think about maybe going back on stage. But, you know, then I stopped. I got cancer and I stopped I going on stage because, well, not because of the cancer, but I wrote a bunch of cancer jokes because I had cancer. So fuck you. I can do cancer jokes. Right. Uh, <laughs> but people didn't like it. Wow. And I was like tanking with the cancer. I'm like, hey, fuck you. I have cancer. So fuck you. Yeah. You should be laughing at this stuff. It's hilarious. Right. I cancer. It's not, I'm not yeah. giving you cancer because I, you <laughs> if you laugh at cancer, you're not going to get cancer. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Right. Uh, so anyway, but the, the what happened was the cancer sort of pulled me off stage for quite a while. So I had to get treatment. I lost all my fucking hair. Oh, uh, you know, and yeah. And that yeah. kind of sucked. Yeah, that's that it. Yeah, because it, it was it was weird. I mean, I, I remember uh, I heard about it from somebody else who was in the class that I, I think it was Erica Watson who actually just passed. Uh, oh, I know. How sad. So fucking sad. We had we had had her on. Uh, she and I our were talking show. a bunch. We had her really? on our first show. Yeah, she was fucking hilarious. Yeah, she was great. And we, we always kept in touch because we were the only two in your class who were still doing it. Oh really? Yeah, oh, we're the God. ones who just kept kept fucking going. I mean, in our class anyway. I don't know who right. you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, we were like, I don't know what happened to anybody else, but she went to Chicago and yeah. did her thing, and I went everywhere and did mine, and uh, and then that was it. But we would call each other every now and again, especially on the anniversary, which is by the way, which is coming up. It's okay, uh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. My it, it's the twenty. I got to say the twenty first. Get out. It'll be sixteen years that I'm doing it, and it's that when I stepped onto your stage. Oh my god! Yeah, wow. isn't that fucking crazy? It's That's nuts. crazy. Yeah, we used to call each other on the on our stand up anniversary. Yeah, catch up, uh, see where we were at, and kind of keep in touch. Oh, uh, I I really when I saw that on on uh, I think it was Facebook or something. Yeah, I cried when I saw that. Oh, I know it was. I could not fucking believe it. And yeah. she and I were messaging like. A couple days before, Get just out. about talking about doing stuff, and we were like, "Miss Aww. you, miss you too." And she was out in Jamaica, and you know, and then and then that was, it. and then I saw that Facebook post that she had up, and I was like, "What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? I know Couldn't it was the COVID, it. right? It was COVID. Yeah, this fucking shit is is brutal. I mean, it's, I don't. Yeah, it's yeah. despicable. Were you doing all right during it? Because I know you you were afraid to go out. You're saying a little bit, but laying low. I'm yeah. just laying low. I wear my right. mask all the time, and I don't get. I don't go near people. Yeah, I, I fucking hear yeah. you, man. I don't understand yeah. anybody, especially people who aren't getting vaxxed or whatever at this point. Oh, I'm double vaxxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting the booster next week. You're getting it next week? Yeah, getting the booster next week. How did that happen? 
I don't know. I walked into the Walgreens over here and I was like, you guys giving out the booster? And they were like, yeah, <laughs> I'm here. And I was like, hey, sweet. Well, I'm going to do that. I'm going yeah. to walk into the Walgreens. I'm going to drop your fucking name. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> it would be funny if you found out I worked in a Walgreens and this is all horseshit. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I just Walgreens and that was it. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> yeah. I'm waiting for my doctors. I mean, you know, they, they, they've been emailing me and stuff. So once they say you're, good. you're, yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm going to lay low until I, uh, even after the booster, because I don't sure. trust any of this shit. No, I don't either, man. And I don't understand these fucking comics that are like still going. I mean, I, I get it. You got to make a living. You got to do whatever. But there's some of them who just don't give a shit. And yeah, then they're shocked when they get fucking COVID. And I'm like, what did you expect? Exactly. You know, you went to Tennessee, you fucking moron. Why yeah. would you go, you know? <laughs> exactly. Unfucking real. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it's so stupid. Yeah. It's so. a bummer. There's so many, uh, there's so many friends and stuff that I have, or people that I know now in stand up, by the way, who have taken your class, who absolutely love you, who are kicking yeah. ass. Oh, that's yeah. So you were always, always. I just wanted, I gotta tell you, you were always the best. Like the, you made everybody feel super comfortable. It helped yeah. that you were fucking hilarious when we were taking those classes because, you know, I'm, I don't. You, yours was the only one I ever took, and then, right. and then that was it. Um, but I've heard, you know, other stuff or whatever. I've met some other people and I'm like, this dude is boring as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, right. I'm so glad I didn't have that guy. But I remember and one of the things I remember, too, is uh, I, I had like a, a set like we we're getting close to the end of the five minute set and we're running them for the last time in the classroom. And I left out something that was funny. I don't know why I just did. And you went, where's the fucking thing about the, you know, whatever this. And I went, oh, I cut it out. And you went, what are you fucking high? <laughs> <laughs> oh no and you were like you put that back in <laughs> i was like all right but it was really it was fucking super funny but and i then, was right wasn't i oh yeah you were absolutely right and then talking to me when i was on stage too was fucking hilarious too because i like had that high energy you know and like breeze through whatever the hell it was and then you knew yeah. from the back of the room i i still show people that clip really oh yeah because oh, it, it's oh, so fucking it's good. just this voice from beyond like right you're not over <laughs> yeah, because I thought I'd, I I thought I'd gone over my time or something like that. I was like, right, I'm over. Right. And all of a sudden, you're just like, you're not over. It's like, thanks. It's fucking great. Yeah, that was, the, yeah, that was great. Though. And you I'm still do the coaching. You. I think you're Thank a great, you. uh, great comic. What about coaching? I still do that. You still do the coaching and stuff yeah, too, right? Yeah, I had a couple of people today. Some of it, uh, some of it depends on uh, their VAC status and who they are. If I don't know them, I do it virtual. Right. If it's a student that I know and they're VAC and they're clean, they come here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I charge him, you know, charge a ton <laughs> on cash. Yeah. How does it, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've, I've gone, I went to you earlier. Uh, uh, well, there was a couple things too. I've told this story on the show before, so I'll keep it brief, but you actually cautioned me. I had, I won a, a contest from Sony. It was like the first thing I'd done. I had to get a headshot real quick and they sent me a contract and you were like, do not fucking sign. Because they wanted the... They want I you had to upload a video of yourself right. doing it, whatever the joke was. And they wanted the they want it, like whatever it was said it wasn't gonna be mine anymore. But like I was right. like, hey, I got this thing, and uh, I just want to let you know when you were like, let me see it. Yeah, <laughs> don't sign yeah. anything yet. Did you sign, sign yet? Your life like, no. away. Yeah, it was fucked up, but it was it was interesting too, because that was like my first thing. Yeah, I kept going to you for uh I don't know, like I think I went to you for a private coaching too for some like writing shit too, before Probably. I started writing for people. Yeah. yeah. And do, how do you approach that kind of stuff though? Like if it's a, you know, are you, are you doing it using your training basically from when you wrote for other people, like what you're writing for, like, do you do it through the student size or do you try to guide them into the, the, into a different direction? Right. Well, it depends. Like if it's a student then I know, and I know them, 
Mm-hmm. It's, it's a different relationship. They want to do a one-on-one. I tell them, you know, put their stuff together um, and email me ahead of time. I'll take a look at it and then you'll sure. come over and we'll do it. If it's someone I have never met, mm-hmm. I do a phone call. Okay. And we speak on the phone. Um, and then I look at their stuff and then I, and I, yeah, yeah I don't do a lot of work cause I'm not getting paid, but right. I want to make sure that we're a good fit. Right. You know, like I, I tell them all the time, I'm not in the business of taking people's money. I'm just, you know, I want to make sure that I can help you sure. before I charge you. So that's how I do that. And I, I think I've only turned down one person in all the years I'm doing that. Is it because some guy, he was like fucking filthy. He was like psychotic. I said, this isn't even funny. This is like fucking offensive beyond. Right. Uh, you know, so I said, I can't work with you. Because uh, yeah. look, you know how I feel. If I tell everybody, if you're going to be, if you're going to be filthy, you better be fucking hilarious. Yep. No other way. There's just no other way. I agree. Yeah. I remember somebody, I remember you booted someone out of our class at one point (laughs) after a while. They were just not, I don't know what they were doing, but it was pure garbage and same shit. And you were like, you're not, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. (laughs) And we were just like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Yeah. And that was it. And then we never saw them again. There you go. That was nice. I did you a service. Absolutely. Um, Do you still keep in touch with any of the people that you knew in Boston, like back in the day? Like, do you, do you still like, uh, you know, cause there's that comedy camaraderie that I feel like everybody had much more a lot, like when everybody was starting, you know what I mean? When there were fewer clubs and stuff. Oh, it's my hand. Wait, <laughs> did you see that? All right. I'm sorry. What? I said, I said, uh, <laughs> I know I put my finger over the camera or some shit. And I'm like, it's great. That? Uh, and I just said, uh, uh, do you still keep in it with any of the, any of the people that you met in Boston back in the day? Cause I feel like the comedy camaraderie was kind of strong back it in the day. It was, but, um, one, one, one comic, I was in touch with her a little bit back and forth a little bit, you know, but they got, and she, she passed away, unfortunately from cancer. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, and then, yeah, no, no, not really. Because, you know, they got offended that I left for New York. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, so there was yeah, some kind of like blowback. Oh, you're going to New York. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I live there. Yeah. I'm trying to further my career. Yeah. And I'm, trying, <laughs> yeah I'm trying to be better. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. You know, there's that weird, it's that weird Red Sox Yankee thing. Mm-hmm. It yeah. It kind of spills over to other stuff. Say, like, really? I don't right. think so. We don't need when, that. When you were out in LA, were you at the comedy store at all during the whole yeah, LA room kind of? We're doing what? You know, because we had a couple comics on who were doing like they said women were only allowed in the belly room and then whatever, but like oh, there was really? some kind of mix. Oh, I don't remember that. This I I was out in L.A. So it was a, it was probably fifteen years ago. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. So and I I did yeah I did that club. Where else did I do the Ice House? Is that a place? I love the Ice House in Pasadena. Yeah, I like yeah. Pasadena. Yeah, I really like. It's a that great place. fucking room. Yeah, and I did the Improv. Uh, because I think I did one of those shows, you know, so I was just, uh, and this is like I said, like 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah. I never went back. Never. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, I, I usually dread going out to LA. I go yeah. out once for all the other crap or the network shit. And then, right. you know, you know it's, not, it's not fun comedy. No, it's not. It's no. brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not, that's not what it's supposed to be. No, absolutely not. Um, I I just want to thank you again for coming on. I got two questions that we ask every guest. Okay. So I'm going to throw them at you now. Um, One is, if you can go back in time and talk to your younger self, what kind of advice would you give yourself today? Wow. My younger self. Mm. Mm. Young Linda Smith. 
Young <laughs> Smith. God, I don't know. You know, I might have, I might have, uh, I think I would probably tell myself to not be so uh, strict about going it alone. You know, I had this big, you know, there was, I wish I had a, I wish I had a, a, a husband or, right. or at least a guy living here with me and, you know, being with me and sharing everything. And I had a couple of guys and it was always like, now comedy first, fuck you. You know, yeah. it's like I'm an asshole. Um, and I right there with you. I didn't compromise because comedy was fucking everything. Right. And, you know, I wish I had done that differently. Wow. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I, yeah. It is hard. I don't know why. It, it is. is but it now is. I'm like, you know, now I'm almost uh, now. Well, I'm not going to tell you how old I am, but I'm old <laughs> and I'm alone, you know, and I'm on like, you know, I'm on the, the you know, the fucking uh, e-harmony fuck it's oh, like god. oh this is torture <laughs> this is fucking torture yeah the internet stuff is awful it sucks and i just don't want to be alone anymore yeah. but you know when you're young and you're in this business it's the best it's like i don't need it sure no, yeah fuck i completely in my way, ag- man. i got shows to do get the fuck out of here I completely agree yeah. and I, I we were just talking about that the other day I oh really to about it yeah because i feel the same way i'm like oh, this is fine this is fun and i don't and also what's weird is like for me i think the longer i stay single the more i don't want to be in a relationship right i don't <laughs> know why right. yeah it's I'm like, hard yeah it is. But i know i'm cranky <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> you should be alone. None of us should be alone. No, that's true. That is true. But those internet sites like eHarmony and even Hinge or any of those, it's so they always get you because they show you like twenty hot people in the first hour. And like, this is a fucking great right. one. And, and then, then all of a sudden, real. yeah. Then the next three weeks is just ghouls, and you're like, what the fuck happened? It's true. Oh, I know. Yeah. Where did all the where did all the good looking people go? It's fucking awful. <laughs> um, and the last question is, what yeah. had to end in your life? What? In order for you, what what had to end in your life, good or bad, to lead you to where you are today? Oh, what had to end in my life? Yeah. You know, I, I honestly, that's a that's a very tough question. I mean, I think it goes right back to what I just said: relationships. Relationships. Well, the not the kind, you know. Men. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, opposite sex men, sure, that kind of thing, um, because you know the commitment part. You yeah. know what? I don't know. That's such a hard question because as a comic, you know, and I think I think the business attracts people like myself and probably like you who really yeah. can't commit. We're like, right. uh, yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I can go do shows. I can commit to that. Yeah, I want to sure. do a show. But everything else is like maybe. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I completely agree. It is. It's weird. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Even even like a dinner with a friend sometimes you're like, right. when is that? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like, We're so it... bad. Yeah, it is. It's just fucking horrible. And again, it's one of those things that I think the longer you're you're because I, I remember a me that used to be like very romantic, you know, like all like right. oh my god, like one yeah, woman see? and it's gonna be great. And then that guy's dead. I don't know what right. happened to him. <laughs> but I, same thing. Same yeah. thing. I don't know yeah. what happened to her. It's She's fucking gone. crazy. I hear you. Um, well, listen, I wanted to thank you so much for coming on. It was great. Um, thank you for having me. Really, it was it was really a lot of fun. Um, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I, I love you it. and I and I hope to see I love you, you too in person sometime. I know Hopefully. we have to. We have to get together. We do, absolutely. Let me know when you're in the city. You live in the city? I do not. I live in, I'm in LBI, New Jersey right now. Long Beach LB, Island. Long Beach? I yeah. 
Oh, yeah. that's, that's like the furthest fucking point. I know. <laughs> we'll meet him in Atlantic yeah, City. That's the last stop on the fucking train. Are you crazy? <laughs> I know. I know. It was COVID, you know, and then I was just like, oh, fuck it. I'm, yeah. I'm going. Yeah. All right. Well, when you're in New York next time, you let her look me up. I will. I'm going to be, I'll be in New York soon. I'm coming back that way. Probably the good, 20th. Good. I'll be around. We'll, we'll and then, you, you know, I'm going to bug you to do a show, right? <laughs> yes. And I'll, you know what? And I'm going to do what I can. Absolutely. Fantastic. I don't have my Monday nights yet, though. Not, no, not for me. I mean, I want us to do a show. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, good. Absolutely. All right. Would you All come right. to Jersey? Oh, that's great. Sure. Oh, great. Now I got Tomorrow you. Tomorrow night, Nutley? Yeah, I know. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, Tomorrow well, sweet, Nutley. we can get yeah. you on. If I don't have to close it, that'd be great. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Always looking to get out of it. Oh, God. You know what? Wait, I have to ask you one more question before you go. I was asking every comedian this. Because I think, do you, is it, uh, I always have this feeling before I get on stage where my brain immediately goes and it's always like a, a 30 seconds before it's time to go on. My brain just goes, who the fuck do you think you are? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then the, like you see the exit sign, you're thinking a strategy is going to, but you still go do it. Do you Absolutely. still have that? Or do yes. you still, Oh, you do. Okay. Yeah. Never goes that away. Never goes away. Fantastic. Yeah. And it shouldn't. <laughs> no, right. Yeah. It keeps you good. It keeps you good. That's right. right. Exactly. That's All right, funny. cool. I'm starting to. Ask, I want to ask other comedians if they have. I feel like everybody yeah. does. I didn't realize that. I really thought it was just me. Yeah. No. No. And it does. Oh. It, it it keeps you good. Oh, good. That's so good to hear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, John. again, thank you so much. You're I'll welcome. catch you later. I love you. Yep. Love you too. Yes, Peace. Please, Such a pleasure. Me. So nice to meet you. And nice to meet you too. Very Such a nice. pleasure. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm going to tag along with John when he finally gets into the city. Okay. So. Excellent. Love yes. it. Love it. Without Perfect. a doubt. Awesome. Right, Have a great fellas. one. Take care. Thanks so Peace. much. Bye. Have a great one. She was so amazing. That was such was. a good that, such a good time. She was a good time as much as she was a good interview, right? Absolutely. Yeah. She's so she's so funny and so fast. That's I mean, it's 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 incredible because that's how I met her well, the first day of class, and that's how she's been uh throughout the years that I've known her. She's so fucking funny. Uh it bums Absolutely. me out that she's uh that the COVID hit and she can't go do her shows and stuff like that on Monday nights. Okay, it'll come back man. slowly but surely. It's getting back to it. Absolutely. Um, well, yeah, let's uh, want a piece because now I'm late to this fucking thing. Yeah, so let's <laughs> remind everybody one more time. This is, this is how John <laughs> is so eloquent with his entrances and exits. The uh, <laughs> Why I edit them out. <laughs> you cut oh, out my, everything I say? Cut? Goodness gracious. I, oh, I see. Someone's not watching the shows afterward. Re re remind <laughs> them. We got to make sure they check us out on both YouTube on John Paul Verona with Dystopia tonight. And you want to listen to us over there on Apple, Spotify, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Make sure you drop that five-star review, and we will see you there. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube, too. Numbers are going up. Let's yep. keep that traction moving. Yeah, they're doing great. Right? Yeah. Awesome. And then next week, we got a bunch of other people coming on. <laughs> we got Spacing Effect, Mike Lawrence, um, uh, you know, others. Others. Yeah, it's going to be a great November. <laughs> so we'll see everybody next week. Have a great See you later, guys. Bye. Dystopia tonight.